Welcome to the Cotton Club Crew, a new episode here. Um, I'm Kendall. I'm going to be here solo today. Uh, just a good old solo episode of me previewing the uh, Battle for Atlantis tournament that Texas Tech men's basketball is about to start up tomorrow. Um, you know, a lot of good basketball teams in this tournament, so there's a lot for me to kind of look at, break down. So I kind of just want to get right into it, really. Um you know, Tech obviously opens up with a really, really good basketball team in Villanova. Uh, Nova is never an easy out. I know last year they had a down year, but they were still right there in terms of a lot of games that were winnable, but they just didn't end up closing them out. Uh, this year, you know, they, they dropped a game to Penn, but other than that, they've just been pretty, quite frankly, dominant. Uh, yes, they lost to Penn, but that was a tough game in the Palestra in an event that uh, the state of Pennsylvania does where they try to get all their teams, uh, in-state teams together to, to play play each other uh, for some non-conference games. Uh, Penn happened to get Nova. They got him in the uh, Palestra, and, you know, it's a blemish on their record for sure, but Nova followed that up by just utterly destroying Maryland. The score was 57-40, but if we're being real, it wasn't even that close. Uh, I watched that game. Maryland had like 27 points with less than four minutes to go left in that game. So the Villanova defense uh, is really top tier. Um, when they're on, they are going to be really, really tough to beat. Um, now, moving with that, Tech is a very similar team to Villanova. Um, they're very, very reliant on shots obviously being made. Um, Tech, is, I have a feeling, is going to rely on a lot of perimeter makes this year. Um, we haven't gotten that the last two games, but hopefully that evens out. There's a lot of good shooters on this Texas Tech basketball team, so I'm hoping some things even out, and they're going to have to, especially in this tournament. There's too many good teams uh, for Tech to have the cold shooting that they have and win basketball games. So... First game, obviously Villanova. Uh, Villanova has never been considered an easy out, and they won't. Um, and if we were happen to beat Villanova or lose, we will either face the winner or loser of North Carolina and Northern Iowa. While everyone is going to pencil in North Carolina to move on, I'm not going to go that far because of a couple things. I'm from the state of Iowa, so I kind of know what this Northern Iowa team is made out of. Um, they, obviously, they're a mid-major basketball team. Uh, they're one of two mid-majors in this entire tournament. But the main thing I focus on with them is they can shoot with anyone in the country. They have some of the most elite sharpshooters I have watched collectively and when they get hot together it's almost unstoppable um they can't they struggle getting into the paint they struggle with a lot of other things but if they get hot they can compete with anyone in the entire country um and i'm gonna kind of talk more on every team in general here but northern iowa is a team that if tech has to play them uh they got to be careful because they they have some guys that can just shoot 
the lights out of the gym. So that's a game that I'm not going to pencil in North Carolina as a win for. But granted, North Carolina brought back a ton of talent. Um, the main one being Armando Baycott. Um, Baycott has been one of the best bigs in all of college basketball over the last three, four years. Uh, he's continued to come back to North Carolina to try to not only improve his game, but to try to bring winning basketball back to North Carolina. Um, they had an offseason last year, missed the tournament, uh, but that wasn't due to lack of talent. The pieces just weren't falling together last year for North Carolina. I expect a good bounce back year. Um, like I said, you expect them to win that game against Northern Iowa, but you never know. Um, you know, UNC really hasn't had to play much of a challenge yet, so this will be a good first challenge for them in this tournament. Um, in the game in the bracket below Texas Tech and Villanova, you have Michigan and Memphis. Um, you know, these are two teams that have a lot of a lot of question marks this year. You don't really know where they're gonna be when when the tournament starts to come around. I mean, Michigan, they dropped an awful, awful game to Long Beach State, but they also beat St. John's pretty handily on the road. Um, and that's a not a bad St. John's team coached by Rick Patino. So um this game against Memphis, uh, I'm really intrigued by it. Memphis uh, went on the road and pretty much dominated Missouri for most of that game. Uh, they have some easy wins over Jackson State, Alabama State, and now they really, really get a challenge, uh, a challenge that is going to be pretty exciting personally for for me to watch. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys on this roster right now. Um, obviously, <laughs> recruiting has never been Penny Hardaway's uh, issue. Um, it's more so the in-game coaching and getting the guys that he brings in to play together. Um, they're led by a very good forward in David Jones. Uh, he can score, he can rebound, uh, and quite frankly, he's just a really talented player. Um, but another guy they brought in uh, was transfer from Alabama, Javon Quinterly. Uh he was a guy, if I remember correctly, entered the portal after the after last season, like not the year before, but the year before that. Um, and he considered Tech, but ended up going back to Bama. Now he's at Memphis. Uh, this season so far, he's averaging 14 points a game. Uh, Memphis is going to be a tough out for anyone in this tournament. Uh, looking at Michigan... Uh, they're led right now by sophomore guard Doug McDaniel. Uh, you know, good, good basketball player. Uh, averaging over 20 a game, so you know he can score. Uh, you know, looking at this roster, they have a ton of talent. A name that a lot of Tech fans are familiar with, Namari Burnett. Uh, former Texas Tech Red Raider, was here in Beards last season. Transferred to Alabama now is at Michigan after he suffered a pretty, pretty brutal injury um, at Alabama last year. 
He's now getting a fresh start at Michigan. He's off to a fairly good start this season, and I'm fairly happy to see that. Um, other notables, uh, Coach Jawan Howard's son, Jace Howard, is uh, is on this team. He's a pretty good basketball player. Uh, he's not quite what he's not what his brother is, but um, when he gets out there, he he make he makes a difference at times. Um, they haven't seen him much this year, but if he gets out there, I wouldn't be shocked to see him put some shots up because both brothers are really good three point shooters. But Jet is obviously up in the NBA now. Uh, moving on to the final game of the first round in this tournament, you have Arkansas and Stanford. Uh, listen, everyone knows that since Muss has gotten to Arkansas, uh, quite frankly, they've just been a really, really good basketball team, but there's a little bit different tune here this year. Uh, you know, Arkansas is going to be coming off a loss to UNC Greensboro and that, that's a bad loss. If I'm being real, uh, they, Greensboro might end up being a tournament team, but for how much talent this Arkansas team has, I'm really shocked uh, to see a loss like that already on their schedule. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of new faces on this Arkansas team, just like there is almost year in, year out now for them, really. It's a pretty normal thing uh, for there to be, you know, new new faces year in year out because must really hits that portal hard um but the downside is that they're gonna have some growing pains and just like tech but looking the the one guy that i look at this roster and i i really really enjoy watching him play is uh guard l ellis uh transfer from louisville uh he averaged 17 last season and yes louisville was not a good basketball team but he was a he was a bright spot and I'm very curious to see what he can do on a team with more talent like Arkansas. Uh, he's off to a solid start this year, averaging 14 points and four assists a game. But uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do as we move forward. Um, there's one guy that is somehow still on their roster. I feel like he's been there forever. Uh, Devontae Davis, uh, he was a crucial part in... Arkansas beating Tech a couple of years back in the round of 32. Um, and he is still on their roster. He's a hell of a defender. Uh, a lot of people consider him an elite defender. And he really is. Um, last guy I'm going to hit on is Tremont Mark. Uh, another guard transfer from Houston. He started 37 games last year at Houston. So um, he was very much a part of that winning culture, winning basketball at Houston last year. Average 10 last year is off to a really good start this year, averaging 14 points a game. Uh, also a very, very good defender. Uh, has averaged at least one steal per game over the last three seasons. Uh, and really over the last four if you're rounding up. So Arkansas has got a hell of a lot of talent. That's nothing not to be expected. Um, Stanford, on the other hand, I'm a little more skeptical on, uh, they took a loss to Santa Clara, but I've won their other three. Um, just looking at their roster, they have, they have some talent there. Um, you know, guard Jared Bynum is a very good scorer when he needs to be, uh, 
He's been there. Well, he's been kind of all over. He was at Providence for three years, uh, started at St. Joe's, and now he's at Stanford. Um, at Providence, uh, Tech also played him a couple years back. Uh, and he, if I remember correctly, he kind of killed us. He, he kind of nailed some threes on us and uh, made our lives pretty difficult. But other than that, I'll be real, I don't know a whole lot about Stanford. Um, I know the... They're a program that's kind of just been right in the middle um, in terms of success. But I do know that their lead scorer is Brandon Angel. Uh, and also, I'm going to butcher this name, but Maxime Reynaud is averaging 19 points a game. So they have some scores. Uh, defensively, they struggle. If I'm being honest, they are not a good defensive basketball team. Have let up at least 70 in each game. Um, I worry for them in this tournament that almost every team could eat them alive if they are not able to stop teams from scoring because every single team in this tournament, uh, they really can score. But now I'm going to move on to what you guys are here for. You guys are here to know how Texas Tech could fare in this tournament. And if I'm being honest, I don't. I can't give you an exact answer, obviously. I have no idea. I don't, I can't look into the future and tell you how tech exactly is going to fare. But what I can tell you is this. There's a lot of things that tech has to work on after these first three games. Um, obviously, they're able to pull away from Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, but that's still not a win I was super happy coming out of. But a win is a win at the end of the day. Um, you know, offensively, there's struggles there. And here's the thing, though. It's different from our offensive struggles in the past to me. Um, as far as what we're running offensively, we're actually getting some off-ball movement. Um, there's The ball is moving. Uh, we've created some shots. And some shots just haven't fallen yet. Uh, I expect that to change because there are some good, good shooters on this roster, you know, Pop Isaacs, obviously, everyone knows the type of shooter he can be. But if we move past that, past just him, Joe Toussaint, solid three-point shooter, has not gotten anything going yet. Chance McMillan, great three-point shooter in my eyes. Um, really just hasn't got that streak yet. So uh, we haven't really seen much of the likes of Kerwin Walton, Damarian Williams. It wouldn't shock me to see them a little more in this tournament just to try to get some shooting going. Um, Darian Williams, uh, you know, he wasn't an elite shooter his first year at Nevada, but he was a very good shooter, and uh, I expect him, as the year progresses, to start hitting some more shots. Um, I think he made a little more than 33 his last season, so... The shooting is there. Um, I I do think that this in this tournament, they they will be able to get some shots, shots in there. Um, I'm not too worried about that. But what I am slightly worried about is the fact that defensively, uh, some things concern me in that Texas A&M Corpus Christi game. Uh, I felt like we were letting them into the paint a little too easily. We let them get some uh, get some real easy layups right at the rim. That can't happen. 
Uh, Warren Washington was obviously dealing with some foul trouble in that game. Uh, so that will equate to that. And when you don't have a lot of backup bigs, uh, it's going to hurt. There's not a lot of depth there. I don't really know what's going on with Kyron Lindsey. Um, uh, that's kind of who I expected to also be in there in the big rotation, but he hasn't been in there yet. Uh, hoping maybe there's just a lingering injury or something and uh, he can get back on the court here soon. But we haven't seen any of him. So our big depth is very much lacking right now. But continuing on past that, outside of our paint defense, I think our perimeter defense has been great. Um, I would like to see some more turnovers caused, and I think there will be. Just it depends on the flow of the game. You got to be able to force turnovers without without fouling nowadays. Uh, and reps have been a little a little touchier with their whistle this year, so I'm not too worried. But you know, last season Texas Tech played in the Maui tournament. Um, where, quite frankly, they were really just outmatched with a lot of the teams that were there. Uh, you know, they, they had to open up with a Creighton team that, quite frankly, they they were went to the Elite Eight last year, probably should have been in the Final Four last year. Um, they really were an elite basketball team, and Tech just kind of was not able to hang with them. I don't think that's the case this season. I don't think there's a team in this tournament that I look at and say that Tech can't hang with them. I would worry seeing a team like North Carolina that has Armando Baycott because, uh, because like I said, our paint defense did struggle, and he is a paint beast. <laughs> but I think that he also has weaknesses that Warren Washington could help expose to uh, by getting physical with him. So, that's a game I would look forward to, assuming it could happen one way or another. Uh, if Tech were to play Northern Iowa, you know, given what I said earlier, yes, you and I can shoot the ball out of the gym. But, on the flip side, Tech is very good at not giving a bunch of open threes this year. Uh, there hasn't been a ton of open perimeter shots for teams. So... Uh, I think that Tech would give Northern Iowa fits. Um, what do I think is going to happen when Tech plays Villanova? Uh, I can't, like I said, I don't, I couldn't really be 100% honest with you. I think it's going to be an ugly-ass game, though. I think it will be an ugly-ass basketball game. I'm probably going to go on Tech Twitter, and there are going to be people puking on my timeline because... Uh, the defense that these two teams play uh, is just insane. Uh, if I remember correctly, Nova just won their last game 57-40. to 40. Tech has won two games this year by holding opponents uh, under 50 points, including against a good San Jose State team that they beat 56-42. to 42. Um, it, This is a tough gritty game that I this is personally my type of basketball that I enjoy watching I love watching good defensive basketball um now 
But both teams have some offensive threats that could break the game open, quite honestly. I mean, if, if Pop Isaacs is hitting shots, this game could become a little more high scoring. If Tech starts to run, this game could start get a little more high scoring because that's the one thing we haven't seen Tech do yet. I don't know if we will or not. We saw, uh, from what I heard, it happened a lot in the uh, Texas A&M scrimmage where there was a lot of running going on. Um, we haven't seen that yet. That is something I would like to see. Uh, maybe it happens in this tournament. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, the other games, if Tech were to see a T, either Michigan or Memphis, um, I think Tech against Michigan would be a very good matchup for, for Tech. Uh, I think Michigan, with after losing Hunter Dickinson, they don't really have an identity in the paint. I think Warren Washington would be able to cause some issues there. He's been pretty dominant in the paint at times this season. Um, he's been really good at attacking the glass. Uh, looking forward to seeing what else he can do as the season progresses. Um, Memphis, like I said, they have some really good guard play. Uh, they, they really have some good play up and down the board. Uh, that would probably be a really good matchup for Tech. I think I'd really like to see that as well. Um, now, Arkansas, Stanford. Arkansas is a team that I would love for Tech to see again. Uh, we had a chance last year, and Maui and the game just didn't end up happening. I want to see Arkansas. Uh, we haven't gotten to see them since the round of 32 exit a couple years back. And uh, quite honestly, I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that game. I would love for Tech to go get that game and uh, just beat the brakes off Arkansas. I don't think it would happen. I don't think we would beat the brakes off Arkansas. By no means I'm not saying it. It's what I would like to happen. Um, but, you know, if, if Tech were to play Stanford, uh, like I said earlier, Stanford... When they get with physical teams, I think they're going to struggle. Uh, when they get with teams that can defend, uh, I don't know how well they're going to do. They, they're a great offensive basketball team, don't get, don't get me wrong. But I don't think that they can hang with these defense, physically defensive teams because I just based off of their Ken Palm stats, their efficiency ratings, um, if they, they would let these defensive teams score way more than they can if they want to win basketball games against them. Uh, a team like Texas Tech, a team like Villanova, a team like Arkansas this year, they're not going to let up more than 65, 70 points too often this year. Um, and it's a game that I think is a game that I would like to see Tech get. Uh, also, just because I'm pretty confident that Tech could win it. Um, I, I'm very confident Tech can hang with all of these teams in this tournament. Uh, there's not a team I look at and say I I would be scared to play them. I, I think that everything would be a good challenge for Tech. And sure, the, I have no idea how many wins or losses are coming out of this tournament for Texas Tech. But what I do know is it's going to be great experience. A lot of these are tournament teams. Um, I'd say... Right now, I would say that North Carolina, Villanova, um, Arkansas are all three going to be looking at possible tournament berths this year. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Northern Iowa competes for the Missouri Valley Conference title and possibly pushes for a tournament bid this year. Uh, 
other than them, Memphis is probably going to be the American champion, is probably going to end up in the tournament. Stanford, uh, they're probably going to be a middle-of-the-pack Pac-12 team, but still a solid basketball team. Not great, not bad. Um, I just think it's going to be a good week of basketball. We get to watch some great basketball on Thanksgiving week. We get to watch Texas Tech basketball on Thanksgiving Day. And I can't think of a better day for me to sit back in the morning and watch some Texas Tech basketball, let my day go on, watch some Dallas Cowboy football. So uh, I'm looking forward to this week, this tournament. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are too. I'm going to be here with the ride for you. I'll probably be live tweeting off of the Cotton Club crew uh, Twitter account. Feel free to to interact with me. Um, I'd love to talk some hoops with all y'all. Um, but until then... Uh, I was Kendall. I enjoyed breaking down this tournament for you. It's a good field. Should be a fun field. I, uh, I'm i not even going to bother with predictions because it it's just going to be a hectic week of basketball. But like I said, I'm here to watch with you every step of the way. Uh, if you if you want to, uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. Uh, you know, if you have any questions about the team, come and shoot me a DM. Uh, I'd love to answer any questions that I think I can answer. Um, but until then, uh, like I said, I've been Kendall. It's been fun. Wreck them, and let's go get a tournament dub.